Moving on. Moving on. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Drunk Riders. As always, I am Marcus. And I am Mark. <laughs> and I Oh, wait, I already did that. <laughs> I am Mike. You with broke the, the chain. Hey, I did it first, so don't even at me, That's bro. true. No, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. And this week, we are joined by the one, the only, Josh Greenberg. I was going to say, I am worried about what I got myself into. <laughs> I, was, I was literally about to say, you know what podcast you're on, right? <laughs> they always say that. Starting with the cracks. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to do. <sighs> and Josh, you work at Seward Orlando in the social media department. What? Uh, what is your exact title, good sir? So I work for the SeaWorld corporate office. I am the director of social media and content. Um, I have a weird title that's called like digital engagement, but essentially it's social media and content for the company. So it's uh, it's based in Orlando at the corporate office, but I oversee all 12 parks. Mm. All right. Awesome. Well, you are um, welcome here on the show. Well, Again, I'm just going to say, you know guys. what podcast you're on right now, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen the memes, so I mean, I'm hoping that I, I'm, so, I'm hoping I still have a job tomorrow when I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this won't post till Saturday. You at least have another day. Yeah, you, you've got a couple days. Make that, fri- make that Friday paycheck. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so today I am drinking uh, a Castle Island Brewing Company High Def. Double IPA. Oh, okay, so you're drinking an IPA. Yes. And it's a double? It's a double. Who oh, are man. you? I'm I'm, you I'm growing into an adult. Thank you, John. <laughs> I'm older than both of you. I don't care. It's about time you can, it's about time you can grow a beard. <laughs> hey. I was in the middle of drinking. Don't <laughs> What are you drinking, Mark? All right, so I've got... Got a lot of new beer actually. So I went to the beer store yesterday. <sighs> I, <laughs> I intended to get a case of Blue Moon and then something else. The, the Blue Moon was just to piss you off, Mike. Of course. <laughs> so of course. I walked in, I didn't have a cart, and I started looking at all the, the selection they had. I was like, all right, I need to go back and get a cart. I left with six different kinds of beer. Let's go. None of them were what I intended on Let's getting. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and they even had the the mini kegs of Oberon, and I almost put it in my cart, but I didn't. Oh, nice. you should have. <laughs> Oberon season, baby. It's it is. Oberon. But what I do have, I'm really excited about this one. It's from Oddside Ales. It's, it is a raspberry blood orange fruit sickle. Oh, Ooh, that. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm typing that in the beer list since I think we should probably have that in there. Just, oh, that is interesting. So we can write it down. Is that a sour or? Uh, it is a sessionable fruit ale. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty sour. Okay. Ooh, lots of raspberry coming through. This high def is really good. Oh, man. Look at me liking an IPA. Look at you. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Who am I? Right? 
So, um, Mark, I actually am drinking the beer that I had uh, earmarked for you. Um, <laughs> because I did not get them shipped out when I planned, and I was thirsty. Um, Understandable. So I, I know, obviously. Uh, new beer is being released tomorrow. So, um, I obviously have a false idol. This is a Hit 'em High, which is a double New England IPA with Citra and Triumph. Um, I mean, it's Monstar Steam, so of course it's good. Um, not their best, but it's still very good. So, um, my dad did ask. I, I brought some out to Cali with me last week, and he asked uh, when I'm sending him some. So, uh, there's another one. <laughs> there's another one. So, um, when's the sponsorship deal coming through, guys? They, <laughs> they need to scale up their production quickly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Josh... Sorry to cut in there, Mikey. Do it in the funky bunch, Josh. What are you drinking? We're, we're supposed to drink during this. No, <laughs> <laughs> actually, you got Miller Lite. Perfect. I am drinking uh, CPB uh, chocolate peanut butter porter from Lupulin Brewing in Big Lake, Minnesota. Ooh! All right, that just sounds fantastic. Yes, every it's chocolate. A, it's a heavy one. Yeah. Oh, it's mm-hmm. the, those, I feel like those... I needed a heavy drink for a heavy conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be heavy, all right. That's for sure. Right? Oh, that is for sure. I'm sorry. I can't stop drinking this beer right now. It's so good. So proud of, I'm so proud to see you. So let's get our call-outs out of the way real quick. Um, so Coast Food and Brews, we love you. Um, you guys suck at beer pump. Yep. Um, <laughs> Shout-outs. Um, Larson, stop breaking everything. Um, Wait, we got to we got to give Josh the background on that. So oh, our nice. our friend James Larson, aka Larson Loopers, on Larson Twitter. Loopers, yeah. Everywhere he's gone, he went. He just went to Europe right before the floods, and apparently he just breaks everything that he rides, and that's been a trend apparently this year. So we've told him not to ride any coasters before us. <laughs> yep, because we will never get on it again. Apparently, so he <laughs> was in, he was at um. Wallaby, Belgium, uh, what, three days before the flooding? Yep. Oof. Something like that. Yeah. He's he's thinking of going to Universal or ride Velocicoaster on Friday <laughs> the 13th of all days. <laughs> so. Bad luck. You're going to make it yeah. sound like like I'm like seeding this and like making it happen. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um, wait, who was you, that? Who said that? Josh, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Universal, I have nothing but love for you guys. You know it. Of course. <laughs> great. Oh, my gosh. Uh, who else we got? Um, Shout out to Sloan. I'm glad I got to see him when he was in town. Oh, you got to see Sloan? Yeah, we went to a brewery uh, by his hotel. Oh, nice. Look at that. Yep. Look at you. Look and at she, you being social. And the biggest shout out, SeaWorld Social Media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we see you secretly liking those memes, sir. I know. I'm sitting in the background over here just trolling on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, I saw one of the notifications pop there. I was like, uh-oh. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that one, you know, the seas pass expires before Florida. But we'll talk about that one in a little bit. Um, I had to make that one today. Of course. I knew this was coming. I was like, okay, I got to drop that. Mark texted me this morning and he's like, hey, do you have any uh, shit posts? I'm like, I'm sure I could come up with one. And then, you know, I'm sitting in traffic. I'm like, damn it. Okay. Yep. 
Just need fodder for Josh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Moving on. Um, <laughs> don't forget, next weekend we got Coasting by the Ocean at Morris Pier. And then um, we do have something coming up in Orlando in November called Velocity Stumble. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. Josh, you going? Uh, I, I don't know about it either. I mean, but they, but they sound amazing and the puns are fantastic. <laughs> Mark, fill them in. Come on. I mean, so coasting by the ocean, <laughs> Boys Piers. Uh, Josh, do you know about our coaster club? Yes. Yes. So coasting by the ocean, uh, Maury's Piers uh, let us in as a coaster club, of course. So we are electing anybody who has a membership to join. Uh, nice. and, and we have a couple of – we Coasters and Brews are going to be there. Sloan's <laughs> going to be there. There's going to be a number of people there. So yeah, It's a bummer that the four of us can't make it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like one awesome event. I mean, you get like five times the value for the ticket price. Yeah, it is. That's a – yeah, that's a, that's a good, good, good value for anything. And then Velasa Stumble, of course – is uh, our stumble Buzz Bars Coaster Club down in Universal the weekend before IAPA? Mm-hmm. And I do know one thing we're going to be doing is visiting SeaWorld, obviously. Obviously, sometime during that, I'll be there for a week. You guys will be there for a week too. I will also be there for a week. So, so Josh, we need to. Um, I might be there for a week. We'll see. <laughs> you, you may be available. You'll be on vacation that week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're flying to San Diego and, and seeing, uh, seeing that part. funny. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I was supposed to see you guys, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that's Vlast Stumble. It's going to be a good time. So, as if anybody didn't know about it, we put out a whole show about it. Mm-hmm. So, Although, speaking of memberships, real quick. So, we are. Uh, Marcus, you'll probably have to back me up on this, but we are currently retooling how uh, you can purchase a membership. So uh, at this exact moment, you can't actually do it, uh, but we'll have we'll have this all up pretty soon so you can buy them again soon. Uh, but it's going to make the process a lot more automated and a lot quicker. So Yeah, the funny thing about creating a, a coaster club on the whim, <laughs> it's it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah, <laughs> and it also was a little accelerating. Yes, and I also have a new job, and I'm moving. So, Congrats. fun. Got a little complicated, but we're making it easier. So, yep. Uh, so Josh, yep. This is about you. We won't talk about you. Tired of us? We suck. You're awesome. <laughs> you said it. Hey, I'm speaking truth. Um, <laughs> the big number one, Josh. I want to know how did you get to where you are now. It's always a varied oh, response depending on you know who you talk to, where, what park they're at. But I was curious about yourself. So it's it's a little funny. I don't necessarily. I talk to a lot of people in the industry, and they're like, "Oh, you know, like is my dream to get into the theme park world or the attractions industry." And it just that was not my background. My my background. <laughs> I started working in radio, and then I moved into digital marketing. I started working for a public relations firm. That public relations firm started working with SeaWorld. SeaWorld said, oh, we like what you're doing on social media. We want to recruit you and have you leave social media for the company. And All right. There you so go. I kind of, it was kind of an indirect way of becoming part of the business. Um, but, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I, I love it. I got yep. to experience so much and learn so much about this industry in a short period of time. 
But every single day, you know, I have conversations with people like you guys on social media, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, you are by far not the first, uh, first person to be uh, kind of inadvertently into the industry and then all of a sudden bombarded by nerds like us. <laughs> so. But I, I kind of have a my, my background though was that you know my my career goal was to always work in either uh, craft beer or just marketing in general. And if I could marry the two together, that was sort of like my dream. I wanted yeah. to move out to Colorado and be like a marketer for I don't know, like back in the day, like New Belgium or something like that. Um, I kind of split that goal in two. I, you know, I, I work in marketing, but then I opened up my own craft brewery with my brother-in-law. So there you go. that was sort of like my passion project that I fueled some of my creative energy into while also working in marketing. Perfect. Now, since we're on the topic of it, uh, breweries, let's hear them. Favorite breweries, or just want you want to hear about the breweries that I opened? I, I want to hear about I, number one, your breweries. Okay, so um, three years ago, four years ago, actually, at this point, my brother-in-law and I we opened up a brewery in Eustis, Florida, called Wolf Branch Brewing, um, sort of an homage to where we did home brewing, similar to like a la Dogfish Head. Um, it was off of Wolf Branch Road in Wolf Branch Lane, and. It was a, it's a small tap room. It was our sort of entry into the marketplace with craft beer. We had a one barrel system that we launched, a tap room and onsite brewing facility, um, smaller, but it was sort of just getting our foot in the ground and uh, foot in the door, I should say. And then that launched and was around for about a year or so. And then we decided that we wanted to open up our second location in Mount Dora, Florida. Beautiful downtown Mount Dora. So the second location is in a marketplace, and that's been really successful. There's about 30 different vendors in that location, and the brewery is sort of like the anchor tenant as part of it. And then very different environment, much more like quick serve. People get their beer and go, whereas like Eustis, I feel like people hang out and want to try a bunch of different beers that we create. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we're exploring open up our, opening our third location right now. So exciting times. That's fantastic. But I have basically no time for that. And my brother-in-law just does it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm looking at some uh, the selection on here. And I'm, I'm, we're definitely stopping here, by the way. Oh, well, yeah. When you guys Florida. come in, we'll, uh, we'll, make, we'll make a tap room visit for sure. I like Ooh, it. Ooh. You know I'm all about that life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got wolf in the name, so obviously it's got to be good. So... Yeah. It's it's funny because like my brother-in-law and I like way back in the day I kind of like fought him on it. I'm like, oh, I don't know, wolf in the name and branch. I don't know. It sounds like we're just like some like 13-year-old kid with like the wolf moon t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like it, it, you know, like once people got an understanding of the story, people really liked it. Yeah. Well, that, that is cool, especially growing up with that and having that inspiration. Heck, that's uh, speaking of that's kind of where we got the name of our show from. <clears throat> We sort of, <laughs> sort of. I'm not sorry, cool. not, not even not even remotely as cool, but you know, random, random uh, jackasses talking about beer and drinking. Oh, look at that! Oh, I just figured you were like just drunk while you're riding all the time. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what a lot of people thought. Yeah, or think. And um, sorry to burst that bubble. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah we, we, we've really only done that at Fun Spot Kissimmee. <laughs> and, and, the, and the Kentucky Kingdom. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, I was yeah. fast for a drug approach. By the way, just real quick, Fun Spot has a new social media manager or has to have a new social media manager, and they're, like, engaging with us on social media, and I love it. I'm just like, go Fun Spot. Let's talk. Yes. That's awesome. Yes, yes I did notice that. Hey, good for them. Yeah, definitely. I've seen more from them. They uh, The one thing I'm loving, so how, how long ago did you get into uh, SeaWorld? When was that kind of jump? Oh, God. So I worked with SeaWorld on the agency side, um, mostly leading SeaWorld social media for, and I, I did that about four years ago. And so I was on the agency side for with them for three years. And then I just hit my one-year milestone here. So I, I've been with the company indirectly for a good amount of time. So the transition between agency to the client side was relatively seamless for me. Gotcha. We've right. really seen, I'll say this, the transition of social media from a lot of different places Yeah. over the, over like the last, I mean, I feel like the length of the show really. Um, Cause you didn't really see a lot of full interaction in like 2017, 2018. And then it started to really yeah. ramp up. In, so Twitter in, in particular has been my sort of personal pet project. I, um, I, <laughs> I saw that there were so many rabid fans in not only just the coaster community, but just like the brand love community around the SeaWorld brand. And just the brand was just, I would call it like broadcasting. They were just, just, you know, shouting out into the world, but like they weren't really talking to anyone. And so I, my whole focus was like, we got to completely flip this on its head. And I really want to talk to customers individually, guests individually. Like if I'm talking to Larson, Larson knows that I'm talking to him as an individual, not like I'm talking to, you know, him as someone who has never talked to the brand ever before. Like I want to know everything about him. I want to know what coasters he's broken, when he's coming to SeaWorld to break our coasters, <laughs> when, when he's coming to SeaWorld to break our coasters, all of that. So that, so that way right, it, it's just more relevant. And I think Twitter is a great environment where you can do that. And so we've tried to really overhaul how we engage with our guests there. I'll definitely say this. It is noticed by a lot of people, uh, including a lot of fans of our show. Because uh, as much as we shit post, you guys have some uh, <laughs> some god dear shit posts out there. Yeah, yeah. game recognized yeah. game. Exactly. Game does record. Like I am like the supreme shit poster. It's like ninety five percent of our shit posts is me. So now you never blame. No. I respect. Yeah, I mean, um, that's actually Kevin. Um, Kevin is the shit poster. I get, um, I get some weird side eyes for some of the things that I'm doing. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the, the flex seal icebreaker comment. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was great. <laughs> that was great. I was kind of like, all right, I got to do something here. I've got nothing. So here we go. <laughs> that was hilarious. I laughed our so little, hard. Uh, our little bouts with Universal raises the eyes of uh, eyebrows, I should say, of, of legal every now and then. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have to ask you mentioned Universal. Yeah. And I'm also going to bring up another park real quick. Yeah, yeah. What did you do to send that shark to Silver Dollar City? <laughs> Was that you? All right. So I'll, I'll give you guys the background of the story. And, and Joe, Joey at Silver Dollar City has become a good friend of mine too. And he can probably give like a better explanation. So this 
honestly became a meme in and of itself before SeaWorld was even involved, but I saw it <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely jumping on that. <laughs> and so once they started talking about sharks at, uh, I think it's Mr. Mystic River Falls, we started having some fun back, back and forth banter, like little things where they would be like, all right, the, the first the first meme or first gif or whatever in your phone is you at silver dollar city. And I would just reply with like a gif of a shark. (laughs) 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 And then people just, to me, that's just an example of like how we're trying to change our positioning. Like I just people, I, I mean, from what I've seen, fans love it when brands engage back and forth with each other, even if they're quote unquote competitors, you know, I just, I like to see that sort of banter within the community. I think fans love it. They want to see more back and forth dialogue. And if we can play into it and have fun with it, why not? And so right. with, with Universal, it's funny because obviously we have some sort of shared connection with, Jar- with Jaws, Jaws 3D. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and so so we, have some, we have some fun back and forth banter with Bruce and, you know, everything with, everything with sharks in our park and all that, so... Yeah, you two definitely set the stage in Florida, just in general, for mm-hmm. sure. There's definitely so, like so one of the social leads over there is named Steven, and him and I go back and forth, and I go, "Look, man, I'm I'm never gonna I'm never gonna actively attack Universal, but if you attack us, I'm gonna stand in the paint, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like Barkley in the paint. You're not gonna be, like you're not you're not as big, but you're gonna throw down. You're gonna throw oh, some good. elbows in there. Yeah, those elbows are coming out. <laughs> No, oh, and then that's really good to see, though, because like it, it shows that, like especially in this community, but also just business in general, it doesn't have to be as cutthroat as everyone's conception might be. You know, yeah. like, like that, like that old school way of thinking. Like you're in competition. Like, yeah, we can still have fun. And I think most fans to that point get it, right? Like it, it is fun at the end of the day. Like we, yeah, again, like, yes. Are we competitors? Yes. Are we still having fun with each other? Yes. Do most people get that we're having fun with each, fun with each other? Yes. Every now and then we get like a random message like, you should stop attacking Universal on social media. What are you doing? And I'm like, like they started it. What do you think? Like, this is fun. <laughs> Jeez. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot back to the brewery real quick. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking at your brewery list. What's like your biggest, like your top seller that you guys have? What's like, what's your met? Like, do you guys have like a certain method of like what you focus on? Is it like more market driven? Like, what's your process for for beer? Um. Okay. So originally, when we started, we wanted to focus on more of the Belgian style beers. We really like like triples and build and doubles and the like, um, mm-hmm. and then you know we we pushed on hefeweizens and things like that, and then you know we kind of started to understand that you know while a lot of people in the market like there, I don't know how if you've gone through like the craft beer scene in Orlando, but um, it, it blew up. It, it got really really big. There's a lot of breweries that moved into town, and uh, you know a lot of breweries were pushing a lot of big flavor, bold style beers and just something stuff that was like sort of like, you know, over the top and not to take anything away from that. I mean, their beers are fantastic, but we just wanted to focus on a lot of just mainstay solid beers that are true to the style. And, um, you know, like, so we'll, we have a, we have a beer called parched, which is, um, we, we do a lot of like when we, when we name our beers, we, it's sort of like a play off of like Spanish or Portuguese and, um, it was sort of a 
so it's a passion fruit ale and the, the passion fruit in Spanish, I think is like parcha. And so we were like, okay, well, if you're really thirsty, you're parched and oh, like we can kind of play off of that. And so like, so that was a really big one that that's, that got a lot of attention. One of my personal favorites is we have a, um, a honey jalapeno cream ale. It's, spe- it's spe- spectacular. It's one of those beers where you get the flavor of the jalapeno, but it's like you're not getting the bite and the heat of it. So it's just real smooth and very flavorful. And you get both the honey and the jalapeno coming through. And it's one of my favorites. It's fantastic. That sounds incredible. Not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're making a trip. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That sounds fantastic. And I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be that brand for if you ever want to collaborate with someone in Dallas, I know a few people. So I'm done. I said it. I'm done. So you're, you're, you're kind of like name dropping right now. Like I know people in the industry just so you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. I, I, I spend a lot of money. Let's just put it that way. I'm a, I'm a loyal customer. He's about as close as you can get to being a brand ambassador without actually being an an ambassador. I'm a self-proclaimed brand ambassador. So, you know, let's just uh, stop with the labels there, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Sir. Wait, no, I don't think Josh doesn't know the story about uh, Adam Sandy. We were. uh, Oh, my gosh. This is one of my favorite stories. So. Marcus, you want to tell the beginning so you can set it for everyone else? Let, let me do the short abridged version because it's going to take you 45 minutes to say it. <laughs> Adam Sandy is uh, the sales guy from Zamperla. And uh, we were meeting with him in Baltimore during our trip a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago? When was it? Oh, my gosh. It was almost two months ago. Oh, man. shut up. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. Um, and we were meeting in Baltimore, and we went out to get some some food by him because he uh, Zamperla is based in Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. All the fun stuff. And uh, obviously, we have some false idol with us because you know somebody's a whore. Uh, <laughs> so we uh, end up, you know, eating, have fun. We're at a little bre- a little mini hole in the wall brewery. It was a, it was a bar. It was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy gets ends up, you know, we're about to go. This guy ends up starting to chat with the with the folks there, and we're like, "What's he?" What? He starts looks back, with a big old shit eating grin on his face. We're like, "Wait, what are you? What's going on?" <laughs> All of a sudden, he runs out of the. We're like, "Wait, where's he going?" Like it's pouring rain, by the way. Yeah, pouring it's rain. Disgustingly pouring rain. He runs out. The car's like a block up the street. <laughs> grabs beers and goes trading. False idol <laughs> at a random bar in Baltimore. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> Thank well, you. Somebody <laughs> game recognizes game. I love it. I mean, we appreciate it too, but it's just so easy to laugh at. It is hilarious <laughs> to laugh at. I love it. Oh, jeez. Hey, the guy emailed me like a day later and he's like, holy shit, this is fantastic. I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, so, you know, you got to get the brand out there. Gotta gotta represent the brands. You do. It's funny. <laughs> if, you, if you search for Adam Sandy, immediately Zamperla shows up. Yep. It's kind of like really. <laughs> if you search for Josh Greenberg, you get like I don't know. I think there was a guy who worked at Groove Shark who like died. So I'm like, no. I haven't made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh hey, my gosh! Yeah. Holy cow! 
<laughs> wow, that's if, a thing. If it wants to make you feel better, um, usually when you search Marcus Johnson, it's a jazz musician. Musician? Uh, what? Am I drunk? What? <laughs> this, no, you listen, say you couldn't stop drinking this, that beer. This is eight percent. I'm already slurring it. Oh man! Hey, hey, actually, if you search Marcus Johnson, it's a football wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you then know? third is a murderer from Ohio. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, which I was like, I got denied my first apartment at first because they did a background check and they were like, you have a felony murder charge. I was like, wait, what? Wait, whoa, <laughs> like, are you 43? I'm like, I'm 25. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong guy. Okay, we'll do this again for free. Like, okay, you better because. Solid. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yikes. Yep. And Mark, if you search his name, you just get a pot, a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong not it like wrong the, it was like the special spaghetti that you guys talked about before yep. oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the best spaghetti yeah. <laughs> Mark I love you okay um, let's get back to the actual <laughs> question <laughs> instead of this absolute nonsense <laughs> that Kevin is clearly rolling his eyes at Kevin Kevin's permitting it yeah. Kevin is permitting it. So, I mean, if, if there is Mark Slander, he's always for it. <laughs> yes, um, I don't see why he wouldn't be. Right. Um, so, let's just go. We're gonna. We're just going to jump there. Um, how has COVID impacted your position in your dealings with social media? And I'm not going to make that same joke that is joked about 100 times a day. Um, there you go. So I'm just gonna leave it right there. How's uh, how's the past 14 months been or 18? Holy shit! So <laughs> I, can, uh, I can go backwards in time. So like, all right. So you imagine I came over to see World Parks and Entertainment exactly a year ago, right? So this is probably right in the height of the pandemic, like when it, when we first started going through all the craziness. Yeah. And so I remember like I talked to my wife and I'm like, either this is like the best decision ever or I am a complete psychopath, like or I'm like, <laughs> just, just like an idiot. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was probably, probably a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, so I, so I came over, you know, we managed a lot of communications related to our reentry, you know, our reopening of our parks, um, how we were reopening essentially our rides, our attractions, our experiences. Um, and it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy challenging. I will just be very honest. Um, you know, we have significant challenges on the staffing and the operations front. Yep. You know, I think that, uh, that and a lot of other operators are facing the same thing day in and day out. Yep. Um, but just even just, you know, the, 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 like I deal with social media. So I, I, I deal with dialogue, I like talking to people and, you know, people are very divided on the topic of COVID and masks and social distancing and what that means for their park experience. And it can be really challenging to make sure that you're communicating effectively to, you know, a group of stakeholders and guests who just, you know, have a wide range of thoughts about, you know, what it means to come to your park during this period of time. And it's, it can be really, really challenging, but, um, you know, but at the same time, I feel like we've kind of got a better understanding and a better handle of you know, what our guests want. What you know, <laughs> at least at least as it relates to what I can provide. Um, 
my, because my. because you do control every aspect of the day to day of all the parks. Well, like that's, that is that's, solely that's always, you. That, that's my favorite, right? Like it's um, <laughs> you know, it's like when people are like just going like venting on social media, and I'm just like, yep, all right, or right, just take it because I don't control any of this. <laughs> but I get it. I mean, people want their voices heard, I and mean, that's the point of social media: is to have a dialogue, and you know, yeah. like, and to get their point across related to what what they want out of their experience and you know we we are here to listen to that so you know i'm i'm hoping that we have news soon related to the elephant in the room um (laughs) but uh but yeah like i mean i just think in the in the in the absence of that you know just managing conversation around covid is 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 crazy challenging um but i've learned a lot and i've honestly been connected to a lot of different people who i've never would have met through this period um because of some of the challenges that came up and I've made some like crazy friendships and I've also like had some pretty heated conversations with people. So super interesting. Yeah. You, you can, you can definitely tell, you can tell. And I, I, and I, we, we make that joke on social media too. Um, you know, not, not to hate on social media. Uh, and I know we've, we've been, uh, well, some of us have been, uh, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, one okay. jolly perfect. Uh, and, but we've been we've been sassy. But what, I, I think I, I made a recent post. I like sassiness though. That's the thing. Right? Like I, I want I want to I want that. Like for me, it's like I want personality. I want to be able to talk to people and have fun with them. Like yeah. you know, I think there's a, there's a there's a level when you guys take it too far, and then I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've got to explain to each to my boss. But outside of that, like, you know. <laughs> I mean, oh no. We're, 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 we're us. And, yeah. you know, the second no, we stop I'm, being I'm kidding, I'm us, kidding, I'm yeah. Kidding. <laughs> no, but I, I'm also saying, like, any, any brand in general, like, you like to see a personality form right. out of that. Um, I think, was, wasn't it Wendy's, like, the first one who got sassy on social social media like yeah that. yeah and, and like and, and we're not and and look like we're we're not wendy's in any way right right like mm-hmm. and i don't want us to be wendy's but like i want us to ha- i want us to be human Good. i want us to like have a conversation with our friends i want us mm-hmm. to have fun with other brands in the industry so i didn't mean to cut you off but you know I just... oh no everyone does oh, no, so it's good no the, the funny <laughs> thing is actually so I, I used i used to work for wendy's and i knew the social media person that actually like managed uh, all that fun stuff yeah. and seeing a lot of that contrast between people like yourself, um, Jefferson Richardson, oh, Kelsey, Kelsey, all those fun folks that manage other, other parks out there. Yeah. It's interesting to see the dynamic of, kind of one, how you guys got into it and then how you guys attack things. Yeah. The differences is, is so obviously fast food's wildly different. <laughs> nice so. name dropping there, Marcus. Real quick, though, I just want to point that out. Hey, that was solid name dropping. I do. I am literally hoping that I get name dropped at some point in the future. Episode. <laughs> oh, like, you know, know, it's, already, it's already gonna happen. Let's <laughs> just do it. I'm yeah. reaching out to try and get interviews. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, let's just drop this over here. Okay, yeah, there we go. Like I know a guy who owns a brewery. <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone wants to do a collab, you know. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh uh mark i haven't heard your voice in a few minutes all right I, i'll get the next question then. <laughs> <laughs> all right then i'll get the next question then. all right then. all right then i'll get the next one guys all right <laughs> all right so we know that all this all of the sea world parks have loads of different events yeah it, it's almost like it's it's more common 
or it's more uncommon for what am I even saying? <laughs> words, sir. Y'all yelling at me for getting drunk. You can't even say words. I'm just slurring a little bit. It's 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 an unusual time when SeaWorld parks are not hosting an event at their park. Correct. Okay, I got that out of my mouth. Perfect. There so you go. Now, yeah, what of all those events is your favorite? Oh, uh, man. Okay, so I will say I haven't been to all of the parks yet. I still haven't been to SeaWorld San Diego. We have a lot of similar events in the two other parks, uh, actually, well, parks, I should say. Uh, and I haven't been to Sesame Place yet. Um, <laughs> I w- <laughs> they have some crazy events. Um, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I would say, you know, in Orlando, I really love, uh, I don't know if you guys have been to Electric Ocean. Electric Ocean is a party, and fireworks at night with Ignite is really freaking cool. Um, but I am kind of typecasting myself, I feel like, a little bit. I am a drinker, and so I do enjoy the Craft Beer Festival. I think it's oh, – I mean, the Craft go. Beer Festival is – it's legit. You know, like it, a lot of <laughs> – you go to if, – if you go to a theme park or an attraction, any sort of any sort of amusement park or whatever that may be, like it's – you're not expecting to get breweries like Funky Buddha, like Wicked Weed, uh, Elysian Cigar City Crooked Can. I'm name dropping a little bit. Not gonna lie, Ivanhoe Park. <laughs> like, like, the, like we we have those at our beer festival, and so people come in the craft beer community in Central Florida, and they're just like, oh wow, like this is this is real. Like, this is not just like your Coors Lights and Bud Lights of the world. Like, you actually have like a, like a wide range of craft beer here which right. is you guys aren't calling blue moon a, a craft beer you you're, you you call craft beer craft beer and you do it respectfully and i appreciate that <laughs> but, but you know if someone likes blue moon they like blue moon too right so i mean well, yeah, no, we're gonna nothing, judge them for it there's so. nothing wrong with liking blue moon my um, <laughs> and then i don't know if you guys have been to the food and wine festival bush gardens i really I, I i like that i mean i've only been to the one at uh, bgt in tampa um, but I think that festival is pretty spectacular. I think they've got amazing food and drink options and I'm, I'm more of a foodie drinky kind of guy. So yeah, I, I was last time I was at, uh, see, was it, I think it was SeaWorld. I was there during the event. Granted, I didn't eat or drink anything, but every time I walked by a booth, I was like checking it out and starting to salivate a little bit. So I was yeah. very impressed with the – sorry to interrupt. I was very impressed with the uh, – just like the standard beer selection at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Um, yeah. It was like actual good – like I was so happy to try all these new beers that I don't get. And it was fantastic. And I literally just jumped on the website and I see 100-plus craft beers. And I'm crying because I don't get to try them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I, I totally didn't mention that during our recap or any time since, but the Irish pub we were at, I don't even remember what it's called, but they had Kilkenny and good luck finding that yeah. outside of Ireland. Yep. Yeah. Um, sure and I then uh, I, I can give you guys some, some somewhat breaking news, but not really because I can't get into the details. Um, but we are going to have a special event at SeaWorld Orlando that will involve food and beer. Um, with like some things going on with our brewers uh, tied to all the breweries. So um, we'll have an announcement coming up next month about it, but stay tuned. I got to kind of drop that where I can. I mean, is that going to be going on in the month of November potentially? (laughs) I'm sorry, that was bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just 
just wait for uh, for the announcement. I won't be that guy. Uh, August through uh, yeah, August through September. Sorry. Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> just scoot down. Make, make it just, down. It's going to be worth it. The wind beneath my sails was just like obliterated. So. <laughs> I have some cheap flights down to Orlando from Cleveland, so I may uh, may make a jaunt. <laughs> hey, there my pass go. is still good until October. So <laughs> there you go. One last time, fly to Florida, and make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Actually, uh, another quick question while we're talking about beers: uh, What is your favorite beer of all the beers you've had outside of your oh, Wolf yeah. Branch, of course? Yeah. Um, um, I will say when they do the seasonal bourbon counties from Goose Island, I really like that. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's, was it like Thanksgiving time ish? Um, there's a brewery over in Melbourne called, uh, Intracoastal. If you guys haven't, uh, Intracoastal Brewing, if you guys haven't been over there, if you haven't had their beer, it is so good. Um, one of the, the head brewer over there, his name is Donald. I mean, the guy's like a, just a creative genius, and his beers are fantastic. Um, I get a little into like the like the dessert style beers with like Southern Tier, and they're like creme brulee stout and stuff like that. Oh, um, that sounds fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> really, really good. Uh, if you guys ever make it to Charleston, uh, there's a brewery called Holy City. I don't know if you may, you may know about it. I have heard of Holy City before. I have heard. Of, I passed it when my, my mother used to live there, and I remember passing it because uh, she yeah. actually was like, I want to get a beer downtown. And I was like, okay, Mom, I'm 14. Uh, <laughs> stories Holy. from my teenage years. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> but, yeah, I, that, wow. Yeah, they're holy wow. Um, <laughs> they, they have a really cool vibe. If you ever get over there, they have a great outdoor seating area. It's uh, – good beer and environment so i would say but yeah like um favorite brewery i would say outside of of course wolf branches i would say intracoastal intracoastal is just amazing we uh we go up against them at like craft beer festivals every now and then and like they win every single time and i'm always just like ah damn it those guys but then (laughs) but but then like i'm always like oh your beer is (laughs) amazing So, so that leads me to another question. Um, what? So you, you talked about atmosphere. What's like your like? What's a god tier atmosphere for like a bar or a brewery for you? Like what? What makes that moment like when you walk and be like, oh, I'm gonna like this place no matter what. Um, it's a good question. I'm trying to think. I would say we've been to uh, Ard Wolf by any chance. Our no. Brewing Company. No. So they're over in Jacksonville. I think their environment is pretty freaking sweet, to be completely honest. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like they have a great outdoor area, great tap room. I just, to me, it sounds a little hokey and a little cheesy, but I think the best tap room environments are when you feel like you're part of a, like a community and you feel like you're in the conversation and people are like all engaged with each other, not just like sitting at the bar and not talking to each other. To me, that is the pinnacle of like a craft, craft beer tap room experience. Um, Just getting to know new friends and meeting people and hanging out and just talking about the beers that you love, like we're doing right now. Absolutely. That is, that's, that's it right there. That's perfect. And Sounds I, like Blue Blue Moon's tap room out in Denver. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna slap you. 
it's a good time over there. We got we got to try it out when we go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so uh, circle back a little bit to uh, you know social media. I like bouncing back yeah. and forth a little bit. Keep keep you on your toes. Let's do it. Um, your tweets. You know, obviously. Uh, you know, you it's your pet pod, pro- project, right? You you really yeah. enjoy doing it. You really have fun with it, especially on, with the Twitter. But um, how many of these do you, you know, kind of manufacturer? What? Manufacturer? <laughs> uh, like the <laughs> okay, day before? Shut up. Because <laughs> um, I know that, for instance, we sometimes, heck, we've made shit posts on the show uh, and then tweeted out like two days later. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of them are like on the fly, randomly yeah. uh, posted. Like, what's what's kind of your um, is how, how, what's your dynamic there? Like, is it like ten percent plan, fifty or ninety percent on the fly, or kind of what is it? So, well, first ninety five percent of it, I have I have a team that I work with, but ninety five percent of Twitter, when you see like weird stuff that's coming through, is me, um, just because <laughs> I think like I'm a weird person, um, and I, I think. In an environment like that, you kind of have to be really reactive and you have to do things on the fly, like, because that's, it's, it's happening in the moment. Like you, you can't be too, you can't plan things out too much. I mean, I think obviously we have like our posts that we lined up and we get those things organized, but like our engagements that pop up, those things are happening in the moment. And I try to do fun things for our fans wherever we can, you know, like I had a fan reach out to me and he's like, oh, you know, I really want to learn how to be like a killer whale specialist, but I'm not sure like, you know, where to go and how to do this. And so you know, I reached out to two of our trainers in San Antonio. I'm like, Hey guys, can you record a custom video for him? And like, you know, like you know, talk to him about like, you know, the things that you learned or like what you want to do. And then like, you know, so they recorded a video. I sent it to him in like a one-on-one thing. And he was like, Oh my God, this is awesome. So like just being able to connect to people. Um, I like to do what we call like surprise and delights, you know, people will reach out to us and they're like, Oh, you know, I used to, I had this one little seal or whatever. Like when I was a kid, like a little, like a plush and I lost it when I was a kid. And then they have these pictures and like, we'll go out of our way to try to find ways to like, you know, pay that off for them and, you know, send them a new seal, you know, write a like custom note to them and stuff like that and say like, you know, how much, how much we care about them. We, um, and I think the cool thing I kind of talked about this before was we kind of launched what we call it SeaWorld squad. And, uh, and so I, I've, I've met so many people through that just, which was just a, like literally like off of a whim. I was like, oh, we'll just create a hashtag. We'll call it SeaWorld Squad. We'll have everyone, like people will just talk. We'll hang out. Like it'll be fun. And like, it just, it kind of blew up and all of a sudden people were like, well, I want to be part of SeaWorld Squad. I want to join. I want to come over. And like, and so when they go and they, they use that tag, we'll try to meet up with them in the park. And I've met so many people through that. And it's just so cool. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I think, you know, we, we plan out some of our like more fun, reactive stuff, um, things that are, you know, like we, like we know certain conversations are going to pop up when you guys start attacking us about our attractions. <laughs> now that like, so I, I, I've got some things lined up like to prepare for that, you know, cause we have to have fun, but at the same time, yeah. like, you know, there's, there's a line that we have to walk. Right. But, of um, course. but, um, but yeah, like, I, I mean, I think to answer your original question, I would say, it's probably like a 50, 50 split, 50 of it's planned. And then 50 of it's like literally like either me sitting at home, like at like 11 o'clock at night, like just, Oh, this sounds smart. And like sending it out (laughs) or it's uh, you know, just like quick brainstorm with the team. So, so my question with that, just a follow up there, 
how much pushback do you get from you know the higher ups on some of your stuff? Can we skip this question? <laughs> I mean, if you want to say I play the fifth, we can just move on there. <laughs> um, you know, like I, you know, I think one of the things that's been pretty cool is that I have some level of buy-in in regards to like the work that we're doing to reposition the brand. Um, you know, we have a lot of positive commentary to kind of highlight like the work and the direction where we're going. Um, I, I think I am a big believer in pushing in order to make change. So sometimes I may push the brand or the team in areas where they're not comfortable with. <laughs> so, and I think sometimes like that creates interesting dialogue internally. Um, but you know, it, it's about striking that balance, right? So it's finding like, you know, where we can go, what, um, what's an, what's an untapped opportunity that we haven't played in before. How do we show up differently for our fans? How do we build and you know, deeper relationships with people? And you have to do it in like relevant ways. And so we're trying to, and, and, and Twitter's just one environment, right? Like we we're all over Instagram. We're launching TikTok soon. We're on Facebook, right. obviously. Um, you know, so that, that's just one environment, but I think, it's become more pronounced just given the fact that like, I mean, I can have conversations with guys like you like day in and day out, like just one-on-one, which is fun. Um, if you're, if you guys are able to fill, figure out the TikTok algorithm, can you let us know? Cause uh, <laughs> that thing makes absolutely no sense. So, so, can I, so it's a funny story for you. Like I have, I'm, I'm pulling up TikTok right now. One of my coworkers who's the marketing vice president at Zero Orlando, she is one of my close friends and she um, posted, she just like posts, videos of her dog and like cat and then like she had one video of her dog that like jumped up on the counter and like grabbed a pizza and like it had that sound of like nobody's gonna know are they gonna know oh my god do they know like and then it got over like 1.3 million views i'm just like wait <laughs> what like how did this happen right yeah. so so when we were at bush gardens williamsburg like this is our first tiktok that we did at buzz bars they were all on the train. I was waiting for the front row. And I just said, can I get an oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what <laughs> The video got 1.7 million views. And we oh, don't actually, understand geez. how. So, okay. This is a perfect spot because I think if I didn't give him a shout out, he would probably be really mad at me. I'm pretty sure that um, one of our Twitter buddies, Travis Irwin, he, uh, yes. mm-hmm. yep. he, he flagged that for me. And... Uh, so shout out Travis, love you, bro. Thanks for everything. <laughs> He's a good guy. He loves the show too. So oh, yeah. before we uh, really got interacting, he was a big fan of the show. So yeah, I I don't understand like because like I you know I scroll TikTok just like pretty much all of us except Marcus does. Um, oh, well, my wife does. Yeah, <laughs> I just go into this like dark swirl of TikTok, man. Like. Oh. I'm just, like <laughs> I'll just be stuck in TikTok for like hours. I'll be like, wait a second. Right. Like I haven't take I haven't taken the kids out to school and <laughs> I, like, I it's, yep. it's one of those things where like it's like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm not gonna download TikTok and then like, oh, I'm gonna do it as a joke, and then four hours later you are just on <laughs> the biggest rabbit hole ever. I mean, Mark and I have a special chat where we just send some of the worst stuff that we ever see in the world. Oh, um, no. no, that's not public. Um, but we like, I, I'm trying to figure out, like there was a video of Mark on a uh, Visa hamster wheel. They oh, have like, almost a hundred thousand views and it literally has nothing. I'm like, how does this make sense? And then like, we actually like post like a video of us, like, 
you know, doing actual cool things. And it's like 413 views. I'm like, okay, I give up. <laughs> I literally give up. The, the thing that you, I know we're kind of like getting off track, but the thing that, uh, that oh, that's the show right there. Don't worry about that. <laughs> the thing that cracks me up about TikTok, and it's like, I love it, but I also hate it is when things hit your like for your page and that you're like, wait a second, why am I all of a sudden on like toy review for your page? Like how did this happen? Like, <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't watch these videos. <laughs> toy review. Yeah. That's the one that we, we get stuck on on the, the for you page. I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> oh so no, I, I ended up on this corner of TikTok. <laughs> yep. I, I was randomly scrolling and I came across like a log flume POV. And like oh, the yeah. caption was like, wait till the end. And I looked at the video. It had 10 million views. Yep. It was the log, like the log flume at Knott's Berry Farm. (laughs) (laughs) Where literally nothing, there's not a drop. There's nothing for this whole minute video. And it got 10 million views. I'm like, are you, I I, I hate everything right now. (laughs) They get you. It's going to get you. They got you. I I literally sat through it all. So... (laughs) No, I'm, like, I'm just like circling through TikTok right now. Hold on. There it is. There it is. That's how it starts. Phone down. Phone down. Phone down. We lost him. That's how it works. All right. Like, here's, here's another social media related question. Yeah. Do you ever get uh, take it personally when no. people refer to uh, <laughs> you, the social media person, as being run by the intern? Intern? Oh, yeah. That's a fun one. Uh... <laughs> So it's Sorry. funny, like, I'm, I'm a little, I'm sure I'm even older than you guys, but, like, it's funny, I, I've, I've, you know, I'm, I'm almost, like, 20 years into my career, and I, I guess I see those points, and I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me, like, come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but you know what, like, um, if people think that interns are fun and having a good time, then I'll take it, sure, why not? Yeah, I, that, I always laugh, um, when I see some of that, I was like, Don, though, these are like paid professionals, right? That <laughs> <laughs> like make definitely more than probably most of you are. Like, why? Why? Why are you hating on these folks right now? Fun to joke, but come on now. Don't be, don't be mean. Come on. We have now. a, uh, we have a, to that point, we actually, we, we work, we have this little like, like mini meme factory, and we have a couple of them lined up around. Like, I, I'm just waiting for somebody to talk about like the intern thing again if you guys want to do that like we'll we'll, we'll reply with a. I mean a i got you i'll wait till tomorrow <laughs> well what you can do is you, you can post the link to the episode and tag sea world and then like i'll come up with something funny with the response we had the uh we had the intern behind uh sea world social media on and we'll tag it with that and then just see how that goes i'm, I'm sorry gonna, that was such a uh, no i'm gonna I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna change my linkedin profile i'm gonna change my <laughs> Social media so I, intern. I just, I just feel bad that you guys are just talking to interns now. You know, it's like, hey, listen, programming has really gone downhill. Do we got? I mean, well, actually, that's an improvement. That's, so. yeah. <laughs> that's an upgrade from normal, right there. <laughs> uh, we got interns on. It's better listen to us every day. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, well, let's pivot a little bit um, yeah. back to back to parks, but a little bit into kind of you. So you you said yeah. you kind of. You know, you, you fell into this job, right? Yeah. And falling into it, you, you didn't get kind of how we got into it, right? So, you know, obviously, Mike's originally from Southern Cal. Yep. So, Southern Cal. Me and Kevin and Mark, we're all from Ohio-ish area. Michigan, shut up. Uh, 
I fixed it. Don't yell at me. And, you know, obviously we, we're born and bred enthusiasts growing up with it. You, on the other hand, where, where are you originally from? Or is so this Florida? I was, born in, uh, I was born in New Jersey and then I lived in South Florida most of my life. Oh, so, so you didn't grow up with like, you grew up with the, the theme park side of things. Did, are you, yeah, do you I have, more like, I did like a lot of Six Flags, um, I'm trying to think of like, cause I lived in Atlanta for a long time. Six Flags over Georgia was like, ah, uh, yeah, our spot. All right. Well, speaking of that, what's your favorite coaster? Um, all right. So I feel like <laughs> I'm going to like, you guys are going to like roll your eyes in the back of your head. Like, um, <laughs> You're good. I, I'm probably the worst guest ever. I'm not a huge coaster fan. I know this is like crazy, but, um, I mean, I really like Mako. Like, we actually, it was funny. We just did a video with Tim Tracker. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys, if you guys saw that. What's your thoughts, bud? I love Mako. It was great. We did a video with Tim Tracker yesterday or two days ago, and, like, we were on the back of Mako and, like, having a blast. And I, I mean, I love that. I love that coaster. I think it's great. But um, I'm actually more of a water park guy, randomly. Like, and especially as I get, like, older and older, I'm like, I can't handle that. It's for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I'm, I'm actually, I haven't gone on Velocicoaster yet at Universal. I, I just have not had the time to get over there, but every single person who I've talked to just said that they just absolutely love it. And so I'm excited to get on that one next. Well, if you don't get on it before November 13th and 14th, you're more than welcome to join us at yep. Velocistumble. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. That was not at all an advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so, no, that's great. I Because um, it, it's always different. So, uh, you know, speak, a couple more name drops. Jefferson uh, Richardson up at Kentucky yeah. Kingdom. He said he's not a big fan. He hadn't really gone to many parks outside of a couple of local ones. So yeah. it's not it's not crazy to not be a huge coaster fan and work in an amusement park. Of course, SeaWorld isn't – it's pivoted. We've talked about it actually in the past on the show over like the last decade, right? Um, it's, it's changed it's, it's, all the parks really. have kind of just yeah. – they've, they've kept – and the way I've always explained it is 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 the, the Bush Garden SeaWorld parks are the in-between between – Disney, Universal, and Cedar yeah. Fair. Yeah. You guys are like right in the middle of good thrills, and you've really been up in the thrills over the last decade, um, and good theming. It may not be, you're not going to be like, you know, I'm walking into Disney World, I'm on another planet, but yeah. um, you're not going to be like walking into, um, you know, Millennium Force Station and be like, okay, this is concrete. <laughs> Okay, right. concrete and lights and loud music. Okay, that's, you don't see a parking lot under your coaster. Yes, still painted on. Yes. So, <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys get to uh, Williamsburg at all? Yes, we we got there. That couple, we we, have, we we were there. Um, <laughs> we eventually got in the park. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! You had to do it. You had to do it. Had just to bring it. Just, <laughs> just bring it. Just bring it. <laughs> oh, he, he already brought it. We have plenty of brought it on Twitter. What? No, I, uh, what? So I got to. I, I've only been there once. I got. We, we we were doing a brain shoot over there, and uh, we. Uh, I went on Apollo's chariot. Actually, met with, with Travis when I was in market, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Dude, we're doing. We're riding Apollo's chariot. Reverse POV. Here we go." I really like that ride. I thought that was cool too. Yeah, Apollo's is a good time. It was actually funny. That it was so it was, it was smoother than I expected. Yeah, we when we <laughs> went. Um, that was part of our last big trip with the, the, the fans uh-huh. and the and the uh, coaster club. And um, Virginia is for stumbles. 
we're all about yeah. the puns around here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we we hit Apollo's in the morning, and it was hot garbage. Yeah. But we rode it later. Oh, that thing! That thing warmed up. Now it wasn't. Now, obviously, we're the coaster nerds and have been on hundreds of coasters, so uh, we're a little more critical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you know it, it's part of the hobby, after all. <laughs> but uh, it redeemed itself. It did. It did. It came. It was the last. I mean, we marathoned it. That was the end of our night. Was riding, uh, and Mike got the last that was ride the of, end the, of night. the trip. So that was yeah. the end of our ten day trip. Eleven there at Bush Garden Tulian. So. <laughs> That was, I mean, we had gone a thousand, we drove a thousand miles. It was, it was a long trip, but that was how I ended the trip. Was the last ride of the night in the front row on Apollo's chariot. Yeah, I was over in uh, San Antonio around Christmas time, and we we rode uh, Texas Stingray. It was really fun. I like Stingray that. is great. And then yes. uh, Steel Eel, kind of like, I don't know if you oh, rode yeah. that one, but that was oh, yeah. just like. It just yeah. like throws you down like on the drops. <laughs> you're just like, I'm actually going to be there tomorrow. So um, popping in, you know, just, you know, the five hour each way road trip, day trip that I'm going to do down to San Antonio. So <laughs> yeah. I, I need to get on Texas Stingray when it's actually warm outside, not cold. Um, yep. Our first event that we ran back in February um, was during the big ice storm down here. Yeah. Um, so everything was shut down and it was cold, actually cold in Texas. So, mm-hmm. well, um, by, the time, by the time the trip came around, it was, yeah. Yeah. it was like the perfect weather. Yeah. yeah. Ninja turtle. Calm down. Yeah. Sunscreen's good for you. <laughs> oh, it was actually funny enough for that trip. So sorry, that was, a, that was our first stumble of the year. We did that in February. <laughs> I left Columbus. It was colder when I landed in Dallas than it was in Columbus. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. like with the once in a lifetime storm, we pick the weekend after it, it blows up. <laughs> like, well, and that's also when uh, Mark first learned what sunscreen is. Yes. So oh, no, that that was not my first sunburn experience. <laughs> I can I can tell you that for a fact. That was not my first sunburn experience. Oh yeah, you you Mark likes to wear uh, headbands and uh, forget su- sunscreen. So uh, he has a, I guess, a nice red stripe across the middle of his eyes. <laughs> plus, you know, it looks like Leonardo. <laughs> plus, that particular trip, the, like the mask mandates were still in place, so I That's had the mask right. on too. Yep. So oh, it no. was. It looks uh, like I had man. the Ninja Turtle like over the eyes thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was. There's a picture somewhere, and it is legendary. It's legendary. <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait for Florida because I. You're going to burn again. I already know it. Right. Pre- prepare or not, you're going to be burnt. No, not. It's, it's going to be right after my honeymoon. I'm. I'm going to be. You're just gonna be already going to be burnt. Already. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Gonna be by a, the way. Per- yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to be perpetually red. Let's be a good one. We're going to live stream the wedding. By the way. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the wedding? Oh. It's up here in Detroit. Yeah, I'm gonna me, me and uh, me and uh, me and Mike are groomsmen. I'm just gonna like whip out my uh, Twitch stream and just start uh, streaming it right from the. From <laughs> I'm the, so happy you said Twitch stream right there. What? <laughs> what did you think I was gonna say? You said whip out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Kind of was going a different way for a second. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, 
I mean, on this show, it could go a lot of different ways. Uh, it does go a lot of different ways. By the way, subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> Can you not? We're having a professional episode. Moving do you, guys, do, you guys, do you guys have like um like uh, uh, uh actual like podcast like show titles? Like I just please just just do not put like Josh Greenberg like only fan <laughs> together. Like I feel like I feel like that's like that is terms for being that, like that, yeah, that no, we would never uh, uh, cause that type of we So Josh went on this podcast and he started talking about OnlyFans. <laughs> we don't actually have an OnlyFans. Yeah. It's, just, it's just it actually has been a running joke for quite a while now. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, so, to, to give context of why that became a joke, oh, we have a joke. Oh, oh no. Oh yes. Um, and it's not bad, I promise. So I do a lot of like I've got a smoker, so I do like a lot of like brisket and like pulled pork. So like the the joke is like Mike with the meat, and then <laughs> I like to show my meat, and then so because I take pictures while I'm using the smoker. Yep. And then all of a sudden it turned into let's start an OnlyFans where Mike shows his meat, and then there's the background of the horrible joke. So and to circle back to not horrible, we've always been a group of people that are like we don't want money, like we do this for the fun of it. Right to talk to people like you, Josh, or interesting, fun, you know, are something different outside of our, you know, crazy stupidity. So uh, people were talking about, and also our our, you know, our coaster club is uh, not for profit. Every single dollar goes back to everybody. So like we're not making any money off of it. We're not living off of it. None of that. So um, we, it was it was just a funny thing that just kept coming up. We can do OnlyFans, yeah. <laughs> But moving back to actual discussions. Yeah, uh, let's get actual <laughs> to the topic, please. Kevin's about to murder us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's, it's just another night. It's a, yeah, it's another show. It's another show. <laughs> so no. we've, we've talked about a couple other Twitter accounts, obviously Universal, Silver Dark City. What's your favorite other um, Twitter feed other than your own, of course? Oh, um, man. Have you guys ever you know Moon Pie? Moon Pie? Yeah, the dessert. Yeah, oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> Moon Pies. God, there was. A, I, I'm sorry, I gotta. Moon Pies were in that Larry the Cable Guy movie from like. Was that like Health Inspector? Like when Larry the Cable Guy was oh an actual gosh. thing. And he had <laughs> Moon Pies in his glove box. And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely remember this. So me and my buddy, I worked at a movie theater, and we literally went after we saw the movie and bought moon pies and put them in our glove compartments, only for them to melt the next day. Uh, <laughs> and I have not thought of that in about 15 years, and I'm calling that guy tomorrow just to bring up that story. So, oh my gosh! You, you, you Sorry, you have to you, you have to check out Moon Pies Twitter feed. Like they're really uh, good. So, they're so really I need to follow good. them right now. So I have a tweet. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. From from Moon Pie, people laugh at the name Moon Pie when there are literally guys named Guy. Uh, <laughs> quality, quality, quality tweet right there. I'm here. Also, I love. They're only following 28 people, but they have almost 300,000 followers. <laughs> they keep they keep it on the low. No, like they they're one of those twitters. They they tweet things that are they're that. 
it's it's such a stupid thought they have that it's so funny. They uh, wait. I'm looking at their. They follow the oh ra- most God. random Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District. What? <laughs> <laughs> then below that, Jason Derulo. Like what? They're my, they're, they're my favorite. They're my favorite. Uh, moon pie, but long. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> and of course, they follow Warren Moon. <laughs> I mean, naturally. Uh, you got Twenty-two. <laughs> oh my god! This is how have I never been aware of this? We are now following them on Twitter. <laughs> oh jeez. And good, good, and uh, good bean jokes. Yes, good bean I don't jokes. think Kevin's fully paying attention. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin's just like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Uh, Talk about moon pie. Uh, and he's just lost. Okay, Kevin, I love you. This is why you're the best of us. He is the best. Um, guys, guys, they have a lemon moon pie. Oh, oh no! My gosh. We've 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 let him. We'll, okay, so anyway. Josh, we, we've let him go down a rabbit hole. Go ha- have fun with that. Um, <laughs> Can I just so, jump in real quick? I just I just just I'm totally disrupting your chain of thought. But I just grabbed another beer, and so like my father in law is part of this like beer club, and so he brings over like different beers to me every now and then. Yeah, All right. and I was like, okay, what is this? There's one beer. It's I think it's from Sailfish. And the beer's name is called Chowda, C-H-O-W-D-A-H. Oh, a, my God. And it's a New England India Pale Ale, and it's got, like, all these, like, wafers on it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what am I about to drink? <laughs> okay, hold on. Wait, I gotta, I'm... Now we got to wait for that first sip. Go ahead. Who's it from? It's, it's, I think it's from Sailfish. Okay. Yeah, not bad. There you go. It's not, okay. ch- it's not like, clam chowder. Chowda. <laughs> I I just opened an Allagash triple. Oh, that's Belgian yes. Golden. That's, I'm a fan. It is it is delicious as well. Allagash is one of my favorite breweries. Hey, I, I opened another false idol, but this is a Swiftness uh, Munich style lager, so uh, I didn't get my boot out. So of course you did. <laughs> I didn't get it out this time. So <laughs> thank God. And actually, a, a few minutes ago, I grabbed a, a raging bitch. Oh. Yeah, you are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm oh, like, like an accessory to like a hate crime. <laughs> God, that is. I, I just found a picture of the can. That's fantastic. I know. I like. I open it. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know about this, but I'm going for it. Is it like one of those like craft beer of the month clubs, or is it just yeah? Like a, yeah. Okay. I, I had a. So I had like a three month thing I got as a gift and I was getting stuff from like New Mexico and like, it was actually like really good. It was like, um, Steelworks and I wish I would have remembered the name, but it was, I mean, I love those things. So here I was about to say, when I come to Orlando, I'm not going to have a suitcase full of beer. Oh, you will. So, so Josh, to give you a backstory, when we did our uh, Virginia trip on that whole road trip of about ten days, I had I checked two bags, and uh, they were both full of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem. I swear. I, I just wanted to share the love. So yeah, 
I mean, that, that's an acceptable thing. So if I see you, you're going to get a false eyeless. So just, okay. just be I'm ready done. for it. So. I'm done with that. Perfect. Done. There we go. Oh, man. So, Josh, another thing that we kind of – it was a good question from a uh, uh, fan of ours, Josh. <laughs> um, so, obviously, you know, being in Orlando Park, you, Universal, um, you guys have a little more freedom compared to, like, your your some of your <laughs> contemporaries in the Orlando area. Um, like Funk Spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what do, do you know? Do you talk to the guys uh, over at like uh, Disney or anything like that? And because obviously you talk to Fun Spot Universal, uh, Bush. But um, do you talk to them? And do, do they ever? Do you guys ever talk about like kind of? Because I, I know of other like Cedar Fair has a big um, discussion chain together uh, about all their social media folks talking and chatting together. But um, I don't know if you guys, if you specifically or anyone in your team has anything with with Disney and kind of just like compare and contrast what it's like to be limited by the mouse as it were compared to um, <laughs> the orca letting you roll. The orca? <laughs> what? SeaWorld, man. What? Can I just drop that Woody Madison clip of in no, like in all that rambling, you made no sense. May God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Uh, so th- is the question, Basically, like, do I talk to people in at Disney to talk just about like what we do day in day out, all that kind of stuff? Yes. Yeah, and, and with with a focus on like, uh, like how they may or may not have IP limitations, being at the companies they're at versus uh, what what you have to deal with. So, so it's interesting, right? Like, you know, we 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 have IP limitations as well. Like, and there are certain things that. <laughs> There are certain animated gifs that I'm not using. <laughs> right? like, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, we had a uh, we had someone on our team create a, a Loki uh, meme, and I was like, "Nope, not using that." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's stuff like that, you know. We, we I, you know, I think it's a it's a Orlando in and of itself is a pretty small community, and it, it seems big, but it's not. Um, so there are a lot of people who are in the industry who we just engage with back and forth. I mean, I talk to the guys at Universal. I have friends who work at SeaWorld. Oh, sorry, I, of course I have friends at SeaWorld. I have friends who work over at Disney. Um, you know, every now and then we'll talk about opportunities between our parks. A lot of our engagements tend to be a little bit more organic as they're just popping up in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Disney kind of does their own thing, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we kind of... We go back and forth. I think one of the, the one of my favorite things is outside of the state of Florida. You know, we've, you know, here, here's a random story for you. So we started having fun with a park uh, in the Carolinas, Carowinds. Yeah. And I started building a relationship with a guy named Patrick, who's the, who is the social media lead over there. And then he ended up applying for one of the roles on my team. And then he's been with he's been with Zero Parks Entertainment now for about two weeks, which is kind of funny. Like he's uh, <laughs> nice. And so it all, it all kind of started on Twitter with some stupid back and forth about like uh, uh, a coaster one hundred and one bracket that we were participating in. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm literally texting Andrew Stillwell right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell, Andrew, tell Andrew I said hi. He's he's mad at me, by the way, for going on your podcast before his first. <laughs> we, it's always great because we somehow have managed. Like Adam Sandy was like weeks apart for us. 
you're obviously on, but it's, we always seem to manage to get guests relatively close to each other. And it's hilarious. Yeah. So it's kind of a funny story. Like, so Coaster 101, they did this, you know, March Madness bracket. And then, you know, here I am, like, SeaWorld trying to be all braggadocious, like, we're taking it all from like day one. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we lost in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so then I think Coaster, sorry, uh, what was it? Sorry, Carowinds went up against Universal. Universal threw a little barb at them, like, Carowinds, what is that like? Like a, <laughs> like, a, like a weather pattern or something. And then, so I just was like, ah, oh, just tell them it's going to be a gentle breeze through the final four. And then, then they ended up winning it all. And then we were like, Team Gentle Breeze. <laughs> and then uh, it was funny because, like, him and I, like, we, we were actually trying to build off of that momentum at one point and sort of partner together around, like, a, uh, an activation for charity with, like, Team uh, Gentle Breeze. We couldn't make it work, but it was just an example of, like, how the industry, like, even though, like, those two parks were competitors, yeah. we were trying to come up with something fun between two teams to do for like the greater benefit of like our communities. Mm-hmm. And I built a relationship with Patrick and now like we're working together. So it's, yeah. um, it's just, it, it's a really fun, cool industry. And the people who I've met are just awesome. That is cool. That is real cool. I, I always love um, collaborations like that. Um, just because you, you don't always see it sometimes because you, you hear, you hear about the competition, but you don't always hear about everybody working together. Cause that yeah. usually goes below the radar. Um, especially yeah. when it's for a good cause. Um, I always like to preach up that last year um, with in the loop. Um, yeah. We, we did a, a Twitch stream that raised, $3,500 for charity. It's awesome. And I, I get made fun of to this day because I passed out. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> Listen, so, so Josh, I don't know if you, do you know anything about that stream? No, but I mean, so, uh, so, so well, essentially it was, if you guys paid money, whoever was viewing, you can make us drink. Oh, and so we, we all got pretty saucy. Because obviously it was thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> few drinks back and forth. Uh, I think it was like a lower dollar amount was like asking questions, and then like I think twenty dollars like make everybody take a drink. It's amazing. And yeah, I we started at like I forget like what nine o'clock, guys. Like one o'clock, yeah. I ordered Taco Bell. Worst idea ever. <laughs> I DoorDash it. I started eating it on stream. Like yeah, tastes good. And then I got the hiccups, and next thing you know, I wake up at 5 a.m., the stream's still going. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, Mark, I wander in and Mark go. Mark and I are texting each other, like, how do we end this? Mark, this is when we started it. Like, what do we do? You were just, just, like, passed out in front of the stream? Like, we were no, just no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, so I went, to, I went to my bedroom because oh. the hiccups, it was, it was weird. The hiccups didn't stop for, like, three days. I actually should have went to a doctor, <laughs> but That's right. I, I got hiccups and I was like, okay, well I had to go to the restroom. So I went to my room yeah. and I went to the restroom and then I was like, all right, let me try to get rid of these hiccups. Right. And I found in myself, if I like lean back, like stretch my back out, it stretches out my diaphragm and lets my, um, um, let's kind of like releases a little bit of, of, uh, that area there in the throat and esophagus yeah. and allows me to get rid of those hiccups. Cause I tried drinking, eating all that fun stuff. Didn't work. 
problem was when you lay down <laughs> while you're drunk. Hold on, hold on. you know what's funny? Just, 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 just stop for a second. Like, you know what's, You just like went through this like really elaborate story, and you're like, yeah, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funny story is when you lay down when you're drunk, you might not get back up. You, you might pass out. Exactly what I did. It was it was That's hilarious. Amazing. I love it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta reach out to them and start planning part two of that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Number they want to drink around the world at Epcot with us. They wanted to. They actually challenged us to a drink around the world. You know that's you, really what, expensive. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna say, like, what what is your favorite drinking at the park experience? I know you guys are probably asking me questions, but I'm gonna ask you questions. Oh, hey, no, no, <laughs> nothing wrong with. Hey, we like going. Oh, well, never mind. Um. No, I so my I have, I have two experiences myself personally. So um, one was uh, I was in high college. I forget when. Um, <laughs> I forget. I literally forget when. Me and my me and my friends were up drinking late till like probably five six in the morning, and then we were like, let's go to Cedar Point mm-hmm. because you know when you're that age and you have a season pass, that's what you do. So we we drove to Cedar Point. I passed out on the way there. Woke up still drunk at the park and we rode Magnum and it was like a surreal, like out of body experience because I was still, you know, drunk, but I like, I wasn't feeling like drunk, but it was, it was really surreal. And then we rode millennium force even more surreal. Cause obviously, you know, millennium force is gigantic and fast and G's are crazy. Um, and then after that, I finally started sobering up cause I was like, I can't do this all day. I will die. <laughs> Um, and then the other one was at um, Kentucky Kingdom last year. Mm-hmm. We did their inaugural Keys to the Kingdom. And us and Coaster and Brews, that's why we talked about them at the opening of the show. Yeah. Uh, we played beer pong on the beach um, of their water park. And um, unfortunately, these two gentlemen were unable to join me on that one. And I lost. I'm sorry, guys. And <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> we redeemed ourselves. We did. We made up for it this year. Case of the Kingdom Part Two. We we won. Um, but I, I we we pre-gamed for like three hours, and then we started playing. There's actually a couple of pictures and videos of us on the on the, the beach. Like you can see coasters in the background. Us playing beer pong. Awesome. I was just a, it, that was actually enormously fun. This year I wasn't. As drunk, but this year or last year was yeah, I was toasted playing beer pong <laughs> on the beach in the amusement park. Never would like what in a billion years started a podcast around drinking and roller coasters. I would actually be in an amusement park drinking, playing beer pong. Oh, by the way, sponsored by the park. Oh, yes, they were like, let's do this, and I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, that was the coolest part of it. That's yeah, well, I mean, yeah that, that's a good segue into my favorite time drinking at a park was. Keys to the Kingdom this year because it was like right after we got there, we're like, let's go out to the parking lot and do a little tailgate real quick. And so I think it was just like six or seven of us at first. And then it slowly got bigger and bigger and bigger. (laughs) And we're listening to music, all, all great music. And we're sharing all these different beers. Like we're all pouring them and, uh, like little amounts and all these solo cups and just sharing all different kinds of beer and just getting to interact with everyone and just having a fantastic time. 
There ended up being like 30 of us standing in a parking lot drinking at an amusement park, which is And great. Mark got sunburned again. It was That's fantastic. That, yes. I was wearing a mask, though. <laughs> I was wearing a headband. Yeah, headband. <laughs> we, we were outside. We were social distancing. <laughs> no, I just wanted to know if you had that like weird Ninja Turtle masky thing going on. <laughs> Oh no! Just the bandana. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that Kentucky Kingdom this year at that tailgate. Um, we did have a good tailgate actually at uh, Busch Gardens Williamsburg as well. Oh yeah. Um, that was that was we were tucked in a corner of the parking lot. Um, and we I walked out later than most of the people because um, people had definitely had a few by the time I got out there as they were trying to polish off a cooler full of beer um, <laughs> as you do. So um, no, it, I, I love the tailgating in the parking lot. I'm also going to throw out um, back in February tailgating in SeaWorld San Antonio's parking lot. Yeah. That was a blast too. Yes. There's a, there's a trend. So the, uh, the <laughs> tailgating's the good time uh, for me in the drinking app parks, but I need to get this craft beer fest going hard yes so let's circle that back on you josh yeah how about yourself oh i mean like i've done the epcot drinking around the world to your point expensive i mean it's fun but it's expensive um you know what's funny like so we uh we launched a new bar at SeaWorld orlando called glacier bar oh yeah that's right and so glacier bar is right next to attraction that shall not be named. And <laughs> um, we've kind of had some fun with like some of our fans on social media because like people, I don't know how it started, but it almost like became a meme that like Glacier Bar was like the place to go to do remote working. So like people like oh. I don't know how, it, how it started, but like all of a sudden, like we would just get people showing up with their laptops <laughs> and so like and they're like all right well i'm just gonna work from glacier bar with like my laptop and drink some frozen jack and cokes and some pina coladas and and so like i don't know i, I again it just like was so natural and this is why i love social media right because like then it becomes a theme and then people start going in like now all of a sudden it's like a remote work working location and so like when i see people working i just like pull up and i'm like all right let's work together for a little bit I'll maybe like have a. I'll take my badge off after work hours, and we'll have a frozen jack and coke. That's <laughs> fantastic. Okay, I'm sorry. I I did not know this until this moment. Um, at SeaWorld San Antonio, there's a complimentary beer at the Lone Star Lakeside Bar. Yep. Is that new? Mm-hmm. It I'm- ends on Saturday. Well, have you been to the bar yet, or no? No, I haven't. <laughs> I am so excited right now. How did we not go in February? Oh man, this was it going on in February? No, I mean it's new. Like I think the, the bar's only been there for a few months now. But oh, okay, then we may, may have missed it. That but way. we know for next time because yes. oh my gosh, We're... I'm so excited. I'm actually looking. Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm so happy. Um, sorry, <laughs> I. It's a cool bar. I mean, it's, got, it's, a, it's a cool location. It's, it's got a fun outdoor seating area. And it's nice. That's, that sounds like my type of environment. So I will definitely tweet you tomorrow when I'm there. <laughs> Perfect. Ooh, now I'm excited for it. Ooh. Um, I expect like our, our Twitter engagements to be like off the charts after this. Oh, it's it's gonna be insane. <laughs> I mean, yes. just like just it's gonna just, be just constant engagements, and I'm just be like, oh. 
Here goes it's, those drunk rider guys again. We are, the, <laughs> we, we are the most popular podcast out there. Just uh, we you are know. we are a podcast that exists. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are some guys that do that are there. Um, <laughs> so so the the one last thing that we did what kind of want to talk about just because it is news this week, and um, and I don't know how. How well you followed it or saw it? It's, it is the internet and uh, coaster internet, of course. But Six Flags Fiesta Texas, of course, announced Cliffhanger, their B and M uh, dive machine. And um, I, did, did you happen to see that by chance, Josh? Um, yeah, I, I, I saw it, but I haven't paid too much like detailed attention to be honest. Oh no, you're you're, you're good. My my big question on this, and I figured this would be something that's that can relate to you obviously and 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 we talked about this before with no actually we haven't talked about this before with the social media folks because you're the first one that's actually had something new um when you're trying to when when you're trying to figure out a strategy for opening when you when you're advertising and discussing a new ride don't go don't go here i'm not i'm not i'm I'm gonna (laughs) ask just when when you're thinking about how you're going to discuss a new ride yeah and how you're going to advertise a new ride what are some strategies that you use because your your world is obviously different than say you know uh, other social folks we've had: Kentucky Kingdom, Valley Fair, different parks, smaller parks. You guys yeah. are big. Everybody knows SeaWorld Orlando. What's it like from your perspective um, that when, when you're trying to, you know, spread the word, as it were, and, and trying to make that a, a known thing? So um, I'll start by saying that, like, I think you guys talked about it earlier with like the theming of rides. I think it's so important first and foremost to start with just the story i think that's they like, people connect with stories and they want to feel like they're part of like um like an adventure that relates to like the ride theming and so you know like with icebreaker you know like one of the things that i started on even when we were kind of like working through this was like we need to come up with for lack of a better term like a manifesto so specifically, like, how are we going to talk about all the ride components, whether it's like the four airtime filled launches or the beyond vertical drop or the 100 degree angle with the 93 foot tall spike? You know, like <laughs> all of these points like have to be laid out and detailed. And then you have to talk about it like through the lens of, OK, well, how does this coaster fit within the lineup of all of our other coasters within the park? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how does it fit within the portfolio? what's the value for your fans that are going to come in and ride icebreaker? Um, because otherwise it's just another attraction. And then how does it fit into the theming of the location, right? Cause there's the, you know, the Arctic location over there. How does it become an element of that overall experience when people are coming in and, and, you know, essentially, and then, you know, not only just the theming, but, you know, people, care about rides and attractions for different reasons, whether it's like moms of young teens or, you know, tweens or coaster heads and enthusiasts, right? Like you communicate to those people in different ways. And so you have to come up with different taglines and different messages and thinking about like bringing that program to life across, you know, social media and the website and, you know, just what's the initial wave of attention? How do you build hype behind it? Like I'm a big believer in like, you have to, you have to build hype. Like, Hype is everything for a new attraction. Like, and you have to get people leaning in from like 
the second you start talking about it. Um, so, you know, just getting that going across your channels and thinking about like, how do you not only build hype, but generate awareness and demand and then like sustain that over the course of time? Because I think, you know, just, just getting it live is, is not enough, right? Like yeah. you got to keep people excited and, you know, whether that's, you know, influencer work or that's like thinking about like, you know, partnering with, you know, content creators to come in to create content related to the ride and attraction to get people to like connect with the ride and feel like they're, they're a part of it. Those kind of things matter. And so, you know, you, you typically have a pretty built out launch plan across all of your channels and then, you know, but you, you adapt as things, <laughs> as, yeah. as one has to, as things change. Yeah, I that's the one thing I've 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 really been interested in, especially from uh, because all well, two several of us work in big companies, right? Companies that see that type of advertising on a regular basis. See, uh, I've worked for other big companies, of course, that done the same type of thing, right? And seeing how you guys attack it, especially being um, somebody who loves the industry, and obviously we're all fanboys, as it were, and we're all super excited. Um, about anything that anybody ever adds, whether we think it'll be great yeah. or not. It's something new in the world. And you know, Icebreaker is a great example of something that you don't see very much of anywhere, even on the entire planet, not just in America. So the excitement around it, and that's probably why y'all keep getting poked because <laughs> people really want to get on it, right? But, um, but just to see the background of kind of how you guys attack is always entertaining to me. And I know we, I know these boys, these boys love it. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I think it's, I think it's, I, I love, I love storytelling for lack of a better term. I, you know, I think that like, you know, coming up with the idea of, you know, like why people connect with stories. It's like, well, like why, why do I care about this ride? Why do I care about this attraction? And I think people have to feel it. And usually like if you can convey a story to someone in a way that resonates with them, they feel more connected to a ride. They feel more connected to and they can do attraction or experience. And so I, I try to lean in heavily on that because I think that's, that, that that's what sets a, just, just any kind of ride from something that you actually like really care about. And, and I, I will tell you, like, I think that, you know, universal, for example, did an absolutely fantastic job with mm-hmm. the theme, the theming of Velocicoaster, the story behind it, the content that they created, like the, like just the overall experience, queue line, everything. I mean, it's 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 fantastic, and I yeah. think and that's but that that's what gets people leaning in and, and caring about the attraction. Yeah, I think it helps that they have a it's it's the Jurassic World, as it were. <laughs> they have a well, lot yeah. to feed off of. Well, that, well that's kind of what I was talking. Like even like with like Antarctica and like our whole sort of Arctic theme section over by that area at SeaWorld Orlando. You know, playing into that is so important. You know, like, um, you know, but yeah, to your point, like they're leveraging their IP and they're, they're just extending the experience further. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it even goes into like those subtle things, like, like the sight lines, it's, it's those things that you don't yeah. even think about, um, like right off the bat, but then like you see a photo or you're standing on the midway and you're looking around and you notice all the sight lines, uh, all of a sudden and you're like, okay a lot more thought went into this ride than you expected. And it's, it's little details like that, that set it apart from like your coaster. You just plopped down in the parking lot and didn't even bother painting lines yeah. over. What was it before? Yeah. It was like a dueling dragons, right? It was, um, yeah. 
And mm-hmm. so, like, even, like, the signage that they created, or not the signage, but the, the statues out front yeah. that they created were sort of an homage to that. Like, it, it's just, mm-hmm. it, like, little details like that uh-huh. make, a, make, make a difference. And at the end of the day, that's what makes a difference between you guys and, say, the Cedar Fair Six Flags of the World. Yep. And that's what, and I, and I know, um, you know, <laughs> our boy Mike loved uh, Busch Gardens Williamsburg uh, and everything that had to do with, the park itself, obviously, he has some some issues with some things. But <laughs> there's a reason I say I cannot hate the park. <laughs> it, it's 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 gorgeous. Like you literally can't say anything Massive else. Massive too. Yes. Uh, yeah. oh, I, yes. I didn't realize that. I had to wear like my freaking hiking boots going through yes. that park. My, that that was the worst part about that park. I'll be honest with you. Was after eleven days of walking, <laughs> having to walk on blisters that I got in like a oh, day you get, two. You get your workout. Oh, we were on day eleven of blisters. So, yeah. yeah, I got blisters like day one, and they just didn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. Uh, then they got they just numbed. Okay, let's stop talking about that. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, Josh, it's it. I, I we appreciate you. Let's just say this: uh, we appreciate you joining our. Silly band of misfits. Yeah, I loved it. I love talking to you guys. This is awesome. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate you times about a thousand. And no, like I said, like well, now I will appreciate it more when you guys start like sending me even dumber things on. <laughs> <laughs> and like then I'm just gonna have to like get creative and figure out how I'm gonna engage in it. Oh man, <laughs> hey, we're just glad we didn't force you to run away screaming. That's true. Right. Because, I mean, there's still I, three I, minutes left. I will, I will make the comment. It was right after all the shit posts. You're like, hey, I'd love to be on. I'm like, oh, I didn't know which way this was going to go. Hey, man, like I said, I stand in the paint. I can take it. He's going to come on here to roast us all. You got this I mean, roast room. Hey, I'm here. Like, let's talk. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I appreciate. I, you know, I will say, like, I, I appreciate the community just across the board. Like, you know, I think people are so passionate about this industry, and and that's why I love it. Like, I think people bring that passion both to social media and then like in their engagements with like their like individual communities. Mm-hmm. And I just I love to be a part of it, and so I, I appreciate it. And you know, I, I kind of welcome it. And I think most people understand that, like. Like, hey, like, we're all having fun. Yeah, and that's why we like to have people like yourself on because you are part of the people that interact with a lot of us enthusiasts, and but they don't know y'all, Yeah, right? They don't, <laughs> they don't get to talk to you guys. They don't get to interact with you guys outside of, uh, you know, a name on Twitter or a Facebook or whatever it is. So hearing you and knowing a little bit about you, can, I, I know personally makes me appreciate SeaWorld and everything that you guys do even more so than than before. Well, so. if you want to uh, be one of my less than a thousand followers on Twitter, you can follow me. <laughs> at, you are at, already at, followed, good sir. Already done. At Joshua Greenberg on Twitter. We already <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. First, wait, first of all, <laughs> actually, I do have one final question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. It's not that question. All you trolls listening for the past <laughs> hour and a half waiting for it. I'm still um, nervous. <laughs> if there was a way for, let's say, 12 folding tables to be set up in the SeaWorld Orlando <laughs> parking lot. Gosh. Could we have a drinking around the oceans 
um, oh. challenge at SeaWorld with uh, in the loop and maybe some other Twitter uh, folks uh, or um, other podcasts on the week of IAPA. So it's funny, actually, um, I've had conversations with our food and beverage team and I'm like, I really want to create an unsanctioned drinking around the SeaWorld type of event. And I don't know what that is yet. So I think we should plan this out. I don't know Let's. if it's going to involve like all these tables and things that you're talking about. <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to like WWE territory. I mean, we're not, I'm not talking <laughs> Buffalo Bills. I'm not, we're not Bills fans here. No one's going through a table. But, you know, just have it set up. Like, you know, if there's like an unofficial map we can do at SeaWorld Orlando of like a drinking around the seas. I mean. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, that could be a fun experience. <laughs> yep. I, I feel saying. like I feel like this is happening. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be cheaper yeah. than Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> I think there I should put is. that on all of our branding for this unofficial event. <laughs> <laughs> that will not. Um, that, that's another thing that legal will just like call me about tomorrow. So, <laughs> hey, what's so I guess I'm renewing my pass. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, change, change, change that meme. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, really? hey, here, here's the thing if i can close this podcast out with like getting a, a new annual pass like i can go back and say look this generated revenue y'all like you guys gotta stop you guys got you guys gotta chill there you go i mean i just don't want to have to stop at austin's park and pizza tomorrow to get 300 in florida that's all i want oh you're, you're gonna love it i know you i love it uh, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> well, Josh, um, I don't know if we have anything else. Just know I'm going to be bringing beer yeah. in November. Yep. So we'll do a little tradesy. If you want to do a tradesy before then, well, you're going to you. you're, you're come to the tap room. We're going to absolutely. Gonna, we're going to do it yes. at the tap room. We're going to yes. do it up at the tap room. We're going to have a fun time over at Sea World. It's going to be great. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. We will. And I'm gonna have to come up with like random memes again. Like I just like my brain is already going. Listen, you you've already challenged the master that is uh, Mike with the meat. So I, I will, uh, I'll defer no, to you no, for no, no, first no, no, shot. No, 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 I'm not going into OnlyFans territory with y'all. <laughs> I'm not going OnlyFans today, sir. <laughs> oh, OnlyFans is only on the weekend. It's only weekends for me. Um, God, I hate myself. <laughs> no, but um, look forward to it. Can't wait. This was an absolute blast. Really enjoyed it. It was awesome talking to you guys. Thanks so much for having me. Yep. Can't wait for all the uh, the beer chats and the hangs in November. Yeah. All right, guys. You guys have a fantastic night. Great talking yeah. to you. Yeah, thanks, guys. As always, before uh, you guys have a good one. Josh Greenberg at Josh Greenberg on Twitter. Cheers, uh, and of course at SeaWorld. Have a good yeah. one, guys. Thank you. Bye.